Hi guys, this is Derek Soto. We're talking about business shopping. Today we're going to talk about what you may not know about your auto subscriber, or okay, your auto responder rather, okay? Is that your auto responder, if you say that you segment them into different lists, they're going to count them as different people, even though they're the same people. So that is going to count against how many subscribers you have. And that's how, what they use to determine how much to charge you. So, for example, if you have a 1,000 subscribers, but you've got them on three lists, they're going to charge you for 3,000 subscribers. And furthermore, if they unsubscribe, they're going to charge you for the people that are unsubscribed. Okay. Now, the benefit that they do, that I did notice in AWeber, so that I'm not just talking trash about them. I don't like to do that about any company. I like to look at the pros and cons. The pros is that they have compliance built in, which doesn't seem to cost anything more. They have the DKIM, um, the rotating uh, name servers, which is supposed to help with email deliverability and it's code that you put on your actual website, okay? Um, and they also have push notifications built right in as well, okay? And that's code you put on your site, okay? So the code for the DKIM is on the server side, which is three name servers instead of the standard two, okay? And then the code snippet that you're going to use will be for the push notifications so far i do not see an extra price for these things but if you were to get these services separately they each cost money okay so you may save money by using aweber if you're not doing a lot of segmentation but if you've been listening to this podcast for a while you know that segmentation is the key to relationship building and marketing, okay? If you treat every subscriber the same, they're not going to feel understood or cared for because you're treating them like a number, okay? You're treating them all the same. You're assuming that all of your subscribers like vanilla flavor ice cream or strawberry flavor ice cream, and you have to understand that your subscribers are people and you have to be able to segment understanding that a certain segment of your subscribers like Rocky Road ice cream, a certain segment of your subscribers like chocolate, a certain segment like strawberry, a certain segment like blueberry, so on and so forth. And so if you don't segment them like that... Um, you're going to have a lot of problems building a deeper relationship with these client, with these prospects. So even with the savings that you might get from the extra features, you actually are charged multiple times over if you do segmentation, which totally negates the savings that you would have got from you, from them providing those other services. So I was, I've been using AWeber forever, and now that I've gotten into the segmentation, because I 
understand it more. And I got away with it for a long time. Okay. I was even sending the same. I was, I was breaking all the cardinal rules that I'm telling you guys not to do. And, you know, sending the same offers to people that have already bought, uh, stuff like that. And you know, you know what that did? It just burnt my list. Okay. And so I'm done burning my list. I'm done making the same mistakes over and over again. And so you put a little bit extra work into segmentation, but you build that relationship better, deeper, okay? Um, and you treat people the way you want to be treated. And that takes a little bit, a little bit of extra effort to do. Just like if you're, if you're, if you've got friends out in the real world, you're not going to treat them all the same, okay? You know that your buddy Bob likes cornflakes. So if you're serving him breakfast, you're not going to offer him scrambled eggs because you know he hates scrambled eggs. But you're going to offer him cornflakes, okay? If you don't segment and let customers self-select and self-segment themselves, okay, you're going to end up giving them what they don't want and when people get emails that contain information they do not want and they are not interested or they're not looking for, they do one of three things, okay? One of the worst things they do is they just stay on your list and don't read it. They don't open them anymore. And so what happens is that hurts your open rate because you've got, a subscriber, you've got tons of subscribers that don't even open your emails. So when you send out, say you build a list of 100,000 people and only 2,000 open them, well, the internet service provider is going to look at that and be like, this, this is spammy. We're going to put these emails to the promotions box. And I've seen large marketers have their emails sent to the promotions box because they don't take the time to, to practice proper list hygiene, okay? It is better to delete these people, okay? Now, what you, a little trick you can do is you can actually pause people, basically remove them as a, as a subscriber if, you know... If they don't open your email within 30 days or less, you can actually unsubscribe them or pause them and put them in a state of flux so that you know, okay, these are the people that we unsubscribed, but you're not deleting it completely. Now, check the terms of service to make sure you're not charged for this with your provider, but it's a good thing to do because you can run um, campaigns, I call them zombie, uh, resurrection campaigns. And, you know, there's a reason that they subscribe to your list and time as time goes by, that pain might come back, you know, or the pain that they initially were trying to solve grew. And so sometimes you can send a promotion to your zombie list there and might be able to activate some people, which could turn into customers, which turns into profit. And if you're selling high ticket, that makes a big difference. You know, if you're selling something for $5,000 and even one person buys, 
you took a dead subscriber for all intents and purposes, not really dead, but a zombie subscriber that's never reading your stuff and made five grand. Okay. So look at the terms of service. Right now I'm look I'm seriously looking at the email service um called ConvertKit. They keep things simple. I never use the fancy stuff in emails. I don't use the templates. I don't use any of that stuff, okay? I keep it super simple. And when you're doing email marketing, what it really comes down to is the content, okay? Wow them with your content, okay? Nobody opens an email because they're like, man, I can't wait to see the template they used. They don't care about the template you used. They don't care how good-looking good your template is, okay? What they care about is what's in it for them. Because nobody wakes up and says, I can't wait to open an email that has a good template, right? But if they get an email that says, hey, are you struggling with this problem? That, and it hits it right on the head where it's a problem they're really struggling with. That's what they're going to want to open, and if you give them the answer in the email immediately, they're going to like you. They're like, wow, this person gets me. I feel understood. Segmentation can do this. Okay. So I'm seriously taking a look at ConvertKit. And what's really cool is they give you free 1,000 subscribers. So if you're a newbie or you're starting out or you're starting a new niche, you've got 1,000 emails and completely unique people okay that you can you know jumpstart your business with without having to pay at all for this service okay so convert kit taking a serious look at it because i am starting a new niche with this podcast here okay the secret marketing podcast.com website i'm slowly building it out and as i do that I'm taking a fresh look at everything I'm doing and revamping everything I'm doing piece by piece and being very intentional with what I'm doing. Before, when I was new, I just used whatever service somebody recommended or whatever the first thing I saw and didn't, you know, never learned the features, never learned how to maximize the features or understood what it really cost. So now I do the cost benefit analysis. I look at the options and see, is it going to help me to build a better relationship with my subscribers? That's the number one thing that matters. And well, the number one thing that matters is that the emails get in the inbox, okay? Which people are reporting that they get a lift when they sign up with ConvertKit, they actually get more emails in the inbox, the primary inbox, okay? So that's important. But number two is, will this service help me segment in such a way that I will be able to build a better relationship with my subscribers, okay? Because if you can do that, it makes your marketing and everything else 10 times easier, all right? So these are, these are some considerations that I would take. Take a good look at ConvertKit. 
And, and there's other ones, but the reason why I'm looking at it is because of the way they structure and how how they structure it by instead of having a whole bunch of different lists that can be confusing and charging you multiple times for the same person and charging you for unsubscribed people, uh, they charge you just for the people in just each individual person, no matter how many lists or tags they're on, okay, that they have assigned to them. And so, and the tagging system for the ConvertKit makes it much easier to do. And you have to think about this. When you're buying a tool, how hard is it to use? What's the learning curve? The easier the tool is to use, the more you're going to use it, okay? So the reason why I use Optimize Press for the Secret Marketing Podcast site is because of the ease of use of that, that product. And I like the Optimized Press having it on there because I own that site. Now, when I want to do fancy stuff like funnels, yes, I can do it through that. But I'm going to use, you know, I, I've already purchased Groove, the lifetime access, and I'll be using that um, when I get to the to the point where I want to, you know, have a fancy funnel and stuff like that. I'm going to let them handle it. Okay, because they have features that um, would cost me a lot of money to do by myself and tie together. Okay, but I think it's very important for my free traffic machine, okay, which is this podcast um, and the site and repurposing the content in such a way that it's very helpful to the people that subscribe to my list. And it's like a reverse squeeze page because I don't require people at the moment to subscribe to consume my content. I let them consume my content and they can subscribe if they want to. Okay. So that's, that's what's called a reverse squeeze page. And I like doing that because I don't like forcing people to subscribe because if they're forced to subscribe, they're not as high quality as someone that voluntarily subscribes because they love my stuff, okay? If they love my stuff and they love what I'm offering and they choose to subscribe, they're going to be a much higher quality lead than someone that was forced to subscribe in order to feel a curiosity to see what kind of content I offer. You get it? So I'll have less subscribers, but the subscribers that I have will be higher quality. So it's counterintuitive, but keep this in mind. Quality always beats quantity when it comes to internet marketing or marketing in general. All right. So anyway, we'll talk soon and God bless.